Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Campaign Advice from a Tween. Dear Sir, the letter began. The candidate relaxed as he held the neat handwritten letter. Amidst the business correspondence, it was refreshing to put the world aside and read a simple letter from a child. The author of this letter was, as she put it, a little girl only 11 years old and a stalwart supporter of the candidate. He smiled at her little grammar mistakes. Have you any little girls about as large as I am? She wondered. If so, give them my love and tell her to write to me if you cannot answer this letter. Then this little girl got down to business. I have got four brothers, and part of them will vote for you anyway, and if you will let your whiskers grow, I will try and get the rest of them to vote for you. Whiskers, the candidate thought. Yes, whiskers. You would look a great deal better for your face is so thin, she observed. All the ladies like whiskers, and they would tease their husbands to vote for you, and then you would win. She certainly knows her demographic, the candidate thought. The little girl's leather prattled on. My father is going to vote for you, and if I was a man, I would vote for you too, but I will try and get everyone to vote for you that I can. I have got a little baby sister. She is nine weeks old and is just as cunning as can be. I must not write any more answer this letter right off. Goodbye. The candidate chuckled at the sweet letter, grammatical and spelling errors and all. And whiskers. The thought of this little 11-year-old girl giving campaign advice amused him. Filing the letter. The candidate took paper and penned a response. My dear little miss, your very agreeable letter of the 15th is received. I regret the necessity of saying I have no daughters. I have three sons, one seventeen, one nine, and one seven years of age. They, with their mother, constitute my whole family. As to the whiskers, Having never worn any, do you not think people would call it a piece of silly affection if I were to begin it now? He smiled as he finished the last sentence and signed his name. Him with whiskers. Cute campaign advice from a tween. He rubbed his chin, then frowned. Looking around and spying a mirror, He examined his face and chin in the reflection. Perhaps. Four months later, the candidate had won the election. On his way to the capital, he stopped in a small town where he was greeted by a large crowd of mostly ladies. Much had changed in the last four months, including his face, which was now lined by dark 
whiskers. Addressing the ladies, he said, I am glad to see you. I suppose you are to see me. But I certainly think I have the best of the bargain. The crowd applauded. Some months ago, I received a letter from a young lady here. It was a very pretty letter, and she advised me to let my whiskers grow, as it would improve my personal appearance. Acting partly upon her suggestion, I have done so. And now, if she is here, I would like to see her. A small boy cried out, There she is. The former candidate walked over and greeted the beautiful, blushing, dark eyed girl. Amid the cheers from the crowd, he wished her goodbye and set off again for the capital. That was how Grace Bedell met the candidate she had advised during his presidential campaign. He was now off to Washington. Where he would lead the nation through its most devastating conflict, a four year civil war. Through it all, he would bear the whiskers that he grew on the advice of one of his most ardent supporters, and that have become indelibly linked to his face the whiskers of the 16th President of the United States of America, Abraham Lincoln. And for this week, That's the word. It is not too often in our stories that we can actually see the artifact that we are speaking about. In this case, the letter that Grace wrote to President Abraham Lincoln. And it's right here on the screen in front of us. I'm just floored by her handwriting. It's a little 11-year-old girl in the 1800s. And her Spelling and grammar isn't the best, but you can actually read her cursive, which I am extremely jealous of. There's not even lines on the paper. Yeah, there's no lines at all. And there's no way, I mean, you can't really edit it like we do today with documents. No, or even just whiteout. Or whiteout. You can't even use whiteout. No, absolutely not. And so it's very fascinating. There was a website that was found in researching this story that I had never seen before. Yeah, this was an incredibly easy story to research because there was apparently a website called The Lincoln Log. I mean, in general, there's tons of information about Abraham Lincoln, but there's also the site called The Lincoln Log, which gives- It's not about the toy? No. not the Lincoln a- Logs? You had those growing up. Yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. We need to get those for our niece. Yes, Jacqueline needs Lincoln Logs. I'm sure our brother-in-law would be ecstatic about getting her Lincoln Logs. Yeah, the construction stuff. And they're simple. But the uh, lincolnlog.org is a website dedicated to uh, cataloging everything we know about Lincoln by day. So it has, uh, you could go to any day during his life or most any day and that they have information about and find inf- find the documents or the um what he was doing that day and the sources from which that they're getting that information from. Mm-hmm. And so we have in there, there's links to, or we have the information about this is the day that he received this letter and responded to it. And it has links to the letters 
And they have a page where they're talking about the time when he was passing through uh, New York. It's a city in New York that uh, she lived in. And Grace, you mean? Where, where Grace the lived. The author of this letter. Yes, where Grace lived and where he met her. And that's recorded as the uh, Saturday, February 16th, 1861. And of course, he was on his way to D.C. to be inaugurated as the 16th president of the United States. I've always been fascinated by the figure of Abraham Lincoln. He's very legendary, of course, with his his quips, his one-liners that people know. And, and just he is definitely a leader. You think about him, you think of other people like Winston Churchill you think of some other famous world leaders and just uh, not only their life, but also their ability to engage in conversation and respond with, with some wit and wisdom is fascinating. Um, I don't know if you remember this. When I was uh, in seminary one summer, I got to actually go to Springfield, Illinois with my dad. And we went and saw the Presidential Library of Abraham Lincoln. And I got the uh, one-volume condensed version of... Um, who is the author? Sandberg. Sandberg. Yeah, Carl Sandberg. He wrote a multi-volume a biography on Abraham Lincoln. That's the short version? The one you have downstairs? The one I have downstairs was my short version. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And it, it, and it's a big book, but it also doesn't have a lot of uh, big fonts. It's a very small font. But it's just fascinating. There's so many things, like you mentioned, about this website that we know about Abraham Lincoln. And then just this past uh, year... And 2020, January, uh, we were in with our other siblings in D.C., and we were able to go to the Ford's Theater and to see the place and to learn about Lincoln's life, but then see the place, of course, where he was assassinated. And as you're leaving, you go down this three-story staircase, and in the center of the staircase is this, I don't know, it's probably three, four feet by three, four feet Mm -hmm. uh, pillar of books about Abraham Lincoln, all different. It's just this massive call. I'm actually, I'm not sure if there's anything in the center of it, but mm-hmm. I mean, just three stories worth of Abraham Lincoln books. There is so much information and so much been written about this man, incredible man in our history of the United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was great to be able to find this story and share some campaign advice from between uh, even back in the 19th century. And you can go to the website that John Peter referred to and see that letter and also what else Abraham Lincoln was doing on his campaign, on his trip to uh, Washington, D.C., and his life as a president or before. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter at sonsofthunderrock.com. That's also where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.